when things are going poorly, how do you usually react? I usually go into a fetal position and cry. Okay. Welcome to the Love and Comedy Podcast, where two stand-up comedians talk pursuing love while pursuing a career in stand-up comedy. Plot twist, your two comedian hosts happen to be married to <laughs> married to each other. I'm one of your hosts, Aurora Singh. And I'm your other host, Drew Schaefer, and we're the married couple. What? <laughs> I don't believe it every time. Uh, and what are we talking about today? Oh, we're talking about inner thoughts. We did an episode on inner thoughts. That was part one. This is part two. Um, Last time was a more general sense of inner thoughts while we're on stage. Things that go on that people don't realize is happening. Considerations. What? Yeah. What the duck is doing under the water. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that yeah. metaphor. We are a podcast of metaphors. We are. We try. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this time we're going to talk about inner thoughts. What's going on in our minds when the crowd is super hot, meaning like they're just like really super attractive, like because, <laughs> you know, they say well, picture them naked. So when they're yeah. super hot, you're like, oh, wow, I can't perform. <laughs> uh, yes. And also when the crowd is hot, meaning like they're just really into your jokes, like things oh, are going. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. When things are going really good. And also when the crowd is meh. So uh, let's talk about it. Let's get started. Before we get started, let's talk about some background information, get a general baseline for who you are. So, when things are going poorly, how do you usually react? I usually go into a fetal position and cry. Okay. (laughs) That's a response. No. Yes. Yes. I do do that sometimes. It depends on what it is. Depends on how bad things are. A lot of times... I can just let it roll off my back and just decide that it doesn't matter and nothing matters. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing matters. Why am I mad? (laughs) I just like sometimes just accept that things don't matter. And sometimes it's like I either am at zero or 100. I feel like I'm either like, ugh, whatever, nothing matters. Like, just let it go away. Like, let it roll. And then sometimes I'm like, Get them. <laughs> Everything matters. I will get you because this is the most important thing. This bagel only has cream cheese on one half of it. I'm going to crush yeah, everybody. Yeah, exactly. So d- I think it kind of depends on like where I'm at <laughs> in the day. What about you? Um, I think I'm starting to try to be um, more forgiving or accepting in those situations. Like, did you see the viral video of that guy who... They were like at a mall and the guy was interviewing somebody and somebody just walks right in front of the camera. Yeah, I did see that. And, and, and the he... guy's like, this guy just walked right in front of our shot. And the other guy's like, don't attribute like people's incompetence or not paying attention as some sort of malicious intent. He's like, like people are just living living their lives, doing their best. Things in their heads that they're not paying attention to you or me. Everyone's life is just as complex as yours, and usually what they're doing does not have any malicious intent towards you. I totally remember that. Yeah. We're gonna have to ta- we're gonna have to tag that person. We're gonna have this. to, yeah, yeah, because like it that was moment, so, yeah. And then the guy interviewing just goes, "Damn, oh, damn." <laughs> yeah, it's like it's so funny because it's like, yeah, that's so true. Like today, I was at the gym and there was a partner workout, and the person I was partnered with messed up. And my initial thought was like, I'm so mad you're ruining my day. Like, how could you ruin my day? And then I paused for a second. I was like, you know what? It's their incompetence. They just didn't pay attention when they were told what to do. 
and they didn't mean to hurt me. Right. And right. I'm trying to do that uh, more. Yeah. Because I, it's it like, is, yeah, it's it, a good practice to have. It was, yeah, I was just like, okay, can I be mad? Like, how can I express this in a healthy way? And I was like, you know what? Like, make it less severe by realizing it wasn't done on purpose. And then did you tell her what the fuck was up? No. Even like the coach came by and he was like, oh, what happened here? Because he was looking. It was like a partner thing where the meters on a rower would go up. And he's like, oh, you guys are pretty low. And I was like, oh, she accidentally reset it. Like I gave her the accidental. Yeah. I didn't say this bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I didn't get all angry. I was just like, she accidentally did it. And then like I saw. Did she hear? I don't think so. But then he talked to her on the next row and told her not to reset it. So, yeah, I mean, I mean he's a good coach. He had my it's back. It's one of those things. Yeah, you just have to. I do try and practice mindfulness, but it's just sometimes it's just sometimes it's those days where you're just like, I can't I don't have the patience for it today. And then your belt loop gets caught on the door and you're like, I'm Ooh, just going to blow this place up. You drop the keys I'm as done. you're trying to put them in the. Yeah, I'm yep, good. Yep. I'm good. But most of the time, I want to say like 98.7 percent of the time. I'm like pretty solid and can just be like, you know what, whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. And life is lifing right now. And that's it, you know? Yeah. And I think both of us have the ability to try to make it kind of funny. Like I get kind of Sometimes, sassy when I yeah. get angry, like especially my road rage is like. I think for me, it's like a disrespect thing. If okay. I feel disrespected, that's when I get to 100. Okay. When I feel disrespected and or not heard. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do feel like. When I catch myself getting to a hundred, like, cause I go from zero to a hundred pretty quick. I feel like when I catch myself getting to a hundred, I'm like learning how to like catch myself, not just like recognize that it's happening, but then also change direction and go, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Okay. Why are we doing this? Okay. Because you're trying to get heard and someone's not hearing you, you know, and then I'm yeah. like, but it's still, you know, I'm not perfect. <laughs> no, none of us are. Yeah. So, you know, we're trying. But yeah, when bad things are happening, learning to take deep breaths. Yeah. <laughs> I just try to make it the funniest situation I can. Like my road rage is like, what's the funniest joke I can make about their incompetence as a driver? Like there yeah. was like a guy in a like truck that cut me off without using a turn signal. It's like, oh, I guess there's two knobs in that truck that don't work right anymore. Okay, well, like stuff I like guess that. you're like, roasting the drivers, and I'm looking at bad drivers trying to be empathetic. No, no, okay. no empathy. All if, right, if you're piloting a death machine and you're not being a good driver, no, you're getting my sassy road rage. For the love section today, let's start with the positive. What are some things that you do when things are going well in the relationship? What are some thoughts you have? What are some things you actually physically or mentally do when things are going well? When things are going physically well in the relationship? No, I'm saying like, what do you do what physically? Do I do like physically? Yeah. Do you like clean? Do you cook? Do you cuddle? Do you like, what, what? do you do with your body? And what do you do mentally? When things are going good in a relationship, I just... I just <laughs> I have no idea how to answer that. When thing, how do you answer that? I mean, I to me, I think when things are going well, it's like okay, I'm feeling good. Let's like plan a fun little spontaneous date night. Like let's, it's sort of like when the you don't do that when things are going bad. I don't know. It's harder. Like in those moments, it's like I don't think of a spontaneous date night. But when it's going well, it's like a party that's going really well, and you're like, let's go somewhere else after this. Like you get that energy that's like 
rolling downhill, like, or I guess uphill, I don't know, but like going well. And you're like, yeah, let's keep this party going. Like, that's sort of how I feel when like things are going great. I'm like, oh my God, we got to. So what do you do when things are going bad? I don't know. I think. You just give up? Yeah. You just up. leave? Just clam up. I I think that's when we sort of like have to like pump the brakes on the fun and go, hey, what's going on? Like, let's talk. Ugh, Things I, are, aren't going well. What's going that's on? That's so How can we weird fix it? that we just don't agree on that <laughs> at all. What do you do? What do you think? I mean, when things are going good, yeah, things are going good. You just kind of roll with it. But when things are going bad, I don't like to pump the brakes on fun. I'm like, why don't we just have some fun? I mean, yeah. If you, you know? If you can think of it, yeah. If I can think of it. I mean, when things are going bad, bad, then yeah, obviously you have to like talk about it and communicate. But when things are just like kind of boring and just oh, yeah. you're frustrated, you should probably just like take a step back and have some fun. Oh, I, I was talking like bad. Like we just got in a fight and you're like, yeah, spontaneous date night. I'm like, no, <laughs> you want to well, see You want to we... see us argue at a pain and sip night? Like, oh, my God. Pain and sip would be so fun. It'd be so fun. Are we in a good spot where we can go do that right now? Are we? No, it's too late. It's too late in the night. <laughs> we are in a good spot, but just the time of but night. Picasso okay. and, and Pino or Picasso. whatever. Picasso and um, Pino. Okay, I guess that's a good way to answer. I had no idea how to answer that. I felt like I was put on the spot. <laughs> I guess yeah, when things are good, then yeah, they're they're just good. You just kinda like roll with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my answer. Okay. You roll with it. <laughs> roll with it. And when things are bad, then you just leave forever. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> what our parents did, so. Oh, that Ooh. is. Oh, my God. Too real. <laughs> what are some things that we do for fun when things are good? Um, I think we, we play a lot of fun board games. You know what I think we do, too? What? Is we get real productive. Yeah, that's like, what I meant. Like, Yeah, I feel like when do. things are, maybe that's what I do. When things are good, I, like, feel, like, that part of my life is handled so then I can focus on maybe other things in my life that have been kind of put on hold, maybe like putting laundry away or like editing videos or sending an email. Oh, because you need the emotional, yeah, like you need to be in a good spot for it. Yeah. Cause sending an email takes a lot of energy sometimes. And if my mind isn't right, then I like can't do it. Yeah. So if things are good, then yeah, I just feel like we're more productive. Sometimes we like sit down and talk about our week, you yeah. know, and schedules and stuff. Yeah. I guess that's what we do. I think, yeah, that, that is an interesting perspective on it because it's like, the way you said it, if you're happy and positive and about you know where it, we're at. clap your hands. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, once you have that need fulfilled, it's like, oh, it's so much easier to do the other things like that, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like if you're feeling safe and comfortable at home, it's like, oh, now I can take care of the email I need to send to a booker or the video I want to edit or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like there's nothing else weighing on your mind. Yeah. And when things are bad, it's like, oh man, like I can't just in the middle of, you know, a misunderstanding or whatever, just go play a game or go play on my computer. It's like, no, like, yeah, you have a need that you need to work on. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Me too. It's comedy time. We're going to talk about comedy now and (laughs) our inner thoughts when we're on stage. And we have two different questions. Question one is what 
Oh, there's Lucy, girl. Oh, Lucy. Lucy's Joining us in. in the studio. <laughs> Joining us in the studio. Special guest, Lucy the dog. Uh, two questions that we have today for comedy are, one is, uh, well, they're both inner thought questions. And what is, what is going on in your mind when the audience is hot, like super, super attractive, sexy? No, no, yeah. no. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never had that in Sacramento or <gasps> Reno. You just oh. lost so many fans. Boom. <laughs> um, take it back. I'll take I take it back. Every okay. crowd I've ever performed for is sexy. Super sexy. sexy. But what what is what are your inner thoughts when the crowd is like hot on fire, laughing, jokes are hitting, they're clapping, they're loud, they're not heckling, they're just like into the show. And what are your thoughts when the audience is like just dead yeah just like staring at you like they're waiting at the dmv (laughs) which we've had shows like that. oh god we have so bad yeah i think when the crowd is hot and it's the reason why we both as hosts are like hey you guys need to have fun the energy you give we give right back like yeah i always say that as a host i always say and remember guys the uh whatever what do I say? Well, let me think of me being on stage. Yep. Uh, welcome to the show. Oh, welcome and to the show. Bitches. Keep that energy up because remember, the more energy you give us, the better the better the show you get, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's true. <laughs> like, as a comedian, obviously you have your jokes, and the audience is part of the equation. Like how well the set's going to go. So when the crowd's really hot, I think most comedians loosen up a lot, which the audience then feeds into. Like, oh, they're loose they're having fun we're having fun and then it like opens up this like part of my imagination or i don't know what oh there's lucy (laughs) yay um but it like the sets where the crowd is having fun are when i go off script when i try new tags and new ideas like i'll tell a joke and if they really love it i'm like okay let's talk about this more and maybe i'll dive deeper and say something i never thought of before but what's go- but what's going on in your head when all that's happening I mean, inner I'm, thoughts yeah the inner thought is just like this is fun i'm confident i know what i'm doing i'm so excited to be here i can do no wrong is sort of how i feel mm. like in my head i'm like i can say all the jokes i've thought of any new ideas i've had today i can say it all and this crowd is on board to have some fun yeah yeah. How about you for when it's going well? For when it's going well. I am so sorry I'm yawning. That is so disrespectful. It's <laughs> yeah. like when it's going well. Uh, oh, every God, time you mean. So every bored. Time. Yeah. Like, can I miss? Like, can I miss? <laughs> um, no, when when the crowd is like hot and they're just like laughing and just enjoying the show, my inner thought is uh i'm just like loving it i'm just like soaking it in i'm just thinking about rolling i'm just thinking about the next joke i'm excited about the next punchline yeah like i'm literally sitting standing there and i'm telling these jokes and they're just hitting the joke hits everyone's clapping sometimes if it's a super hot crowd people will just start clapping and laughing in places i didn't expect them to or set them up for and then i'll be like oh if you if you liked that oh oh just wait what here it is ready one two hit it and then they just lose their mind and i'm like gotcha i just like am so like i just like to set up the next joke i'm like excited for the next thing and then i also do the thing where i'm like trying to think of what can i do um to try something new or try a different tag because this crowd is like receiving of it and they're obviously wanting me to like do well 
So, oh, it's just a good feeling. It is. You know, like, and, and my thought during that is just like, don't fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> don't mess this up, Aurora. They're such a good audience. Like, I want to give them the time of their lives. People that come to shows that end up being good crowds like that, that are just laughing and having fun. My, I also am thinking while I'm on stage, I'm like, God, I want to give you guys the best show. Like, yeah. you guys get it. Is there a part of you that's also kind of scared you're going to fuck it up? Like, yeah. mess up? Like, I'm going to be the comedian that, like, puts a wet blanket on this party. I don't think I am capable of that. <laughs> I don't think we are either. At this I think point. I'm too, like, without sounding cocky, I think I'm too likable. And when a crowd is like, really hot i can't i don't do or say anything that's like super controversial or like something that would completely turn them off mm-hmm. and if anything when the crowd is like super hot i feel like i'm really good at hyping them up even more like yeah. if they're like hyped up i'm like i'm like oh you guys are gonna love this next joke because i talk about people who wronged me and they're <laughs> like we're on your side yeah like i did a show at uh san francisco punchline i don't remember what show it was but i i have a clip on it on my tiktok that actually got like forty one thousand views nice but i was doing this joke like this bit about my exes and how they all like dumped me and cheated on me and there's these two guys in the front two straight white guys and they're sitting in the front and I mean, the whole crowd is like, it, it was like one of the hottest crowds I'd ever performed. And they loved every single word that I said. And I was telling them about my exes. And when I said the first one cheated on me, the whole crowd started to boo. They were pissed. They were like, how dare those guys do that to you? You know, you're a queen. You don't deserve that. And these two straight white guys in the front were like leading the charge hell yeah they were just like told i was like are you guys here together like are you are you guys dating they're like no no no, we're just here for comedy and i was like (laughs) you guys are straight white men sitting in the front row like front and center yeah and they just every word i said they were like fuck that guy (laughs) i hate him ew boo and i was like whoa (laughs) what is happening and yeah so i don't think i can put a wet blanket on the night I don't think I I think I'm just really good at hyping people up. I think so, too. Yeah, I think you are, too. Yeah, I think you can't. I don't think anything you say would ever put a wet blanket on. No, I think early on in comedy, maybe we had sets where it's like everybody else is having a great set and maybe we're not as strong. But now I feel like we're so consistent. We know how to ride the wave and like. Yeah, we surf. We surf. We surf now. We surf. That wasn't (laughs) surfing. (laughs) Rolling with the homies. You know that song. Right? No, no. It sounds oh, familiar, but God, I don't know for sure. We grew up in like, different worlds. Yeah. We grew up in different worlds. Is that like the song, I Got Friends in Low Places? No. Rolling with the homies? I got friends in low places? No. no. It sounds like the same thing. It's not. Okay. Um. So what do you do when the... <laughs> so what are you thinking when the crowd is like poo-poo-poo-poo-caca and they are... <laughs> they have already sat on a wet blanket yeah it's they, <laughs> they came in with a wet blanket on their night they've just not yeah they came Let's to the describe show describe it just describe describe it for the listeners just get real yeah describe this okay. terrible audience your whole life you've been working hard to be a funny person and you walk into a room 
where the people have never laughed before. In their entire lives. In their entire lives. The village that didn't laugh. Yeah, like they never learned to laugh. Like they just, they don't know how to like look at each other and enjoy each other's presence. They're nervous for some reason. So They're So you scared. just like imagine. And, and also, like let's say not only have they never learned to laugh, but they've never, but they also just got put on timeout. Yeah. So like, they just got reprimanded. Something happened something in their happened. life that has them so pissed off, so upset. And all you want to do is spread sparkle and joy from the stage. Yep. And this crowd is just sitting there cross-armed and asleep. Yep. They are not here for you. They are not so here to have are, a good time. So what are you thinking during that? In those moments, I will admit, I get a little nervous. The stutter comes out a lot more. I get really tongue-tied. I start forgetting the exact order of jokes, or I forget tags. and like. You still do that now? Still. Mm. Yeah. It's just like, for me, I thrive and I sort of like match energy. And it's hard for me as a really high energy comedian to walk out to a crowd with no energy and get them to meet me at my level. So it's like this like tough balance of like, okay, I'm going to do a couple tester jokes up front, see if you're able to reach and match my energy. And if not, it's going to be a rough show. Okay, let's talk about the tester jokes. Yeah. Because I do the same thing. And I also like there was a show that we did, I won't say where, mm -hmm. but there's a show that we did in Sacramento. And I um, the crowd was poo poo caca. Yeah. Um, I feel like you know which show. I feel like yeah, it's at a popular venue. Yeah, and um, the afterwards we were talking about it, you and I and a, a couple other comedians, and they were like, "Oh yeah, your energy was a little bit lower." Like, but to both of us, and we're like, "Yeah," because you can't come out to a quiet room. Mm -hmm. It would be like remember back in the day kickbacks. Remember, you, I didn't ever you, go. I didn't get invited. <laughs> Drew was never invited to kickbacks. I didn't even know there were parties. But I didn't know if there was you anything. were any, if you if you had any friends back in wow. the early two thousands, <laughs> I did not. I apparently did not. If you had any friends in the early two thousands, you were probably invited to a kickback, which was just like you just hang out at someone's house, listen to music, and probably drink a little bit, play some games. Wh sounds whatever. fun. Never went, but um, sounds fun. And also, I don't know why I said play games. Kickbacks were usually some dirty ass couch in some dirty ass house with college kids where they underage drank and made out and dry humped each other that was a kickback but <laughs> okay. it would be so weird if you showed up to a kickback with like a boom box on your shoulder blasting music and being like Liz wants to take shots yeah. like it's just like too much for the space yeah. so you can't come out super hot but then you do tester jokes yeah and those are your jokes that work with every crowd yeah, 100% of the time, they hit no matter where you are, what you're doing, what demographic you're in mm -hmm. front of, they work 100% of the time. Yeah. And so you try a couple of those up front just to see what their maximum volume is going to be or what their energy is. And for me, so there's like my opening... They're like the knock, they're like the knock, knock jokes of comedy. They're like, they work every single... They're like slapstick. Like, yeah. They're like, it's not low-hanging fruit. But you just know. It's accessible. It's not a long setup. It's pretty much like a strong punchline with a quick setup. And it's something for me, I have like the tester jokes are, here's just a plain tester joke to see if you're on my side right away. Here's my tester joke to see if you're a little dirty. And here's my tester joke to see if you're silly. 
And so that way I know, like, where's my energy going to go? Oh, they laughed on silly but not dirty? Okay, I'm going to spend more time silly. Mm. But if a crowd doesn't go for any of those three, it's like... That's you, boo. That's you. At this point, like, I've given you three options. Yeah. And you've said you don't want to eat at any of them. Like, you're not going to eat tonight. (laughs) You're not going to get dinner. I said Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, and McDonald's. Those are three different options. And you're like, nope. Yeah. I'm hoping we get sponsored by one of those three. <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> and yeah, in 99% of the time, it is not the audience fault. Yeah. 99% of the time, it is the comedian. Yeah. Like, it, let's be fair. It is our job to entertain them and find what's going to work for them. Yeah. But if you have your testers and you know that they work and and they're not working and the crowd is just caca poo poo. <laughs> yeah sorry babe you're the one percent this is this is all you if you if you have a showcase of five different fire comedians Mm -hmm. and they all go up and they're doing their thing and they're you know they're funny and they're doing their best joke and the crowd come on yeah that's the crowd that's also what you just said too is important to note Mm -hmm. that you'll go up there and do you'll do your testers and if a joke is like um, a silly joke and they like it and they don't like the dirty then you'll do more silly that is different than pandering yeah which new comedians don't understand yet yeah they think that like you leaning more into the silly in that moment is pandering that is not pandering no. at all no. pandering is if you compromise your opinions your values your comedy your voice to meet them your voice but adjusting is a professional move based on experience like you know oh i have a hundred jokes and 50 of them are dirty 50 of of them are silly tonight i'm just gonna dig into the voice of me that is silly right and it's still me it's still my jokes it's still my sense of humor it's just a toned down version or a amped up version wherever they're at so what like when you're on stage though and this is happening obviously Mm -hmm. we know like your method now but what are what are your inner thoughts during all this yeah uh, it's really just sort of like i'll tell the joke and if they don't laugh I do get nervous. So I start thinking like, okay, what can I do? I need to do something. So I start like sort of reeling in my head like, oh my God, okay. They didn't laugh at my overbite joke. Why? What's wrong with them? So I start trying to find ways to get in with them. So in my head, I'm like, okay, like look around the room. That guy's laughing kind of. Okay, we'll try to go his way. And so like in my head, I'm trying to find some way to get in with the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... Yeah, it doesn't always work. And there's some shows where, like, you'll, it's sometimes it's just you and you just don't mesh with that crowd and everybody else does. And that's usually your fault. But also, <laughs> we're not for everybody. But, like, fault. I've done shows where, like, even the headliner struggles the entire time and they're like professional touring headliners. I'm like, this is 100% the crowd. If the headliner they paid to see, can't even get them to laugh yeah then there those people are fans of them from something else and don't understand comedy yeah probably. it's so weird yeah how about you uh my inner thoughts when the crowd is caca poo poo yeah um <laughs> i'm thinking there's a couple of things that go through my mind uh, well first off i also do tester jokes so if i'm testing it if i'm testing them out and they're in it, i i determine oh you're the one percent yeah got it because this what we are talking about here is the one percent right we're not talking about like oh i had a bad night like no this is we're talking about the one percent of audiences that it's your fault okay you can't gaslight me this is you you have made these comedians 
even extra doubt themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the inner thought. And the inner thought for me, though, is I am not doubting myself. Okay. Like, if I do my tester and the audience is like, boo, which I've only been booed off stage one time. Yeah. <laughs> but if I ever do that and the crowd is cock-a-poo-poo, I'm like, oh, guess I have nothing to lose. That's my inner thought. Like, if I say a joke and the crowd doesn't respond, I'm thinking, um, well, it that really sucks for you guys that you, like, aren't giving yourself the full experience of a comedy show. Um because you're getting really good stand-up right now from me and from the other comedians, and you're missing out on a fun opportunity, and I feel really bad for them. And I do not get nervous. If anything, I get more comfortable. I think I okay. get more nervous when the audience is, like, popping off, because I'm like, oh, got to keep this rolling. Don't bring it down. Yeah. You know, don't make, don't flip the switch. But when it's a bad crowd, I'm like, God, there is nowhere else to go but up like it can't get worse than silence yeah you know i mean booing and throwing things at you is pretty bad but yeah the silence <laughs> but is like i'm like brutal. i literally am like oh oh okay got it you guys hate this you hate me you hate being here and just like when someone is mean to you in real life like on one-on-one -on -one, mm -hmm. probably has nothing to do with you it has everything to do with what's going on in their life and in their mind yeah so I'm just like, if if it's that one percent of audiences, I'm like, all right, the other the other comics are gonna see it too. Like yeah. no one's gonna sit, no one's gonna stand there and judge me. And you know what's crazy is after those one percent audiences, mm -hmm. people from the audience will come up and be like, oh my god, I loved you so much. I just was afraid to laugh because no one else was laughing. Yeah. So it's like you're still gonna make fans even if they're not having the best experience. Yep. And comedians are still gonna be like, dude, you did good and that audience just was not giving yeah. you what you deserved. I've I've said that to comedians before and I've had comedians say that to mm -hmm. me before. Like we're not stupid. We no. have we you know, we know the business and we know audiences. So yeah. it's I feel my inner thought <laughs> I'll tell a joke <laughs> and then I'll just be like <laughs> damn are you guys i usually say it out loud it's like an inner thought that comes out and i'm like damn are you guys okay yeah what's going on yeah. and then sometimes i might talk to him and be like are you good what what's your what was your day like like it, is everyone fine or did you guys not did you guys think this was the dmv what's yeah. happening like i am like so concerned for them and yeah. i feel so bad i one of my and tester jokes if they don't laugh i'm like that's my favorite joke so if yeah. you're not on board like we're and not friends I, right and then now. i tell yeah i tell them like hey i i mean i don't tell them i guess my inner thought is like i still got like 10 more minutes so yeah. This is going to be a long time for all of us. Another inner thought that mm -hmm. I have when audiences are caca poo poo <laughs> is I still pause for laughter. Yeah, right. On the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. In your no, set? In my set. Oh, I thought you meant right now. No, I was like, no, nobody's no. laughing at our podcast. <laughs> no, in my set. In your set, you'll still pause. In Ooh. my inner thought is like, I take a beat. I don't care. I don't care. Have you found sometimes that's what gets them like that's what cracks sometimes them. because i also feel like if i was sitting in an audience watching a comedian who is really funny but the crowd is bad because there when the crowd is bad there are still people sitting in the crowd who aren't bad audience yeah. members but are discouraged because everyone around them it's like sucks when, when you're watching like a netflix special by yourself it's hard to laugh out loud and it's the same thing when you're an audience surrounded by people not laughing you're like 
people oh, are gonna well, look no. at me weird yeah people, yeah exactly so there are still people in the audience who are enjoying themselves yeah. but they're just like fuck what we pick we came with a bad group of people yeah. like this is just a bad audience that we got sat with so i still perform and play to those people yeah so i still will say a joke and let it bomb and then just sit in the silence because if I was that good audience member in a bad audience, I would watch that and be like, damn, they are confident. Confident, yep. Like they are having fun. They don't give a shit that no one's laughing. Yep. They're telling a funny joke. I recognize it. I think it's hilarious. And they're just like, all right. Like there, I can't tell you how many times I have done that. And I've literally paused for laughter, gotten a couple chuckles and then shrugged my shoulders and went, all right. And then just moved on to the yeah. next joke. And then that makes people laugh because they're like, yeah, why the fuck didn't we laugh at that? Yeah. That and was I, funny. I think <laughs> I think in those moments, you also have to address it because young comics I are I don't too, address it. I just, in, in I just go, all right. I literally shrug my shoulders. Yeah. I go, all right. But and even, then I keep moving. Even that's like addressing it. Like, oh, igno- okay. I should say acknowledging less yeah more than addressing acknowledge it because you've we've all seen young comics especially they'll just like plow through their set when it's going poorly and everybody's watching like do you not know nobody's laughing and you're like concerned like they're not hearing the reaction but when somebody like tells a joke and looks around and notices that nobody's laughing it's like okay they're more relaxed they know what's happening around them we're all on the same page they have like they're like more self-aware yeah yeah and that like goes a long way with an audience when they're like oh they're aware that they're not doing well right now or that the crowd sucks. or the crowd sucks yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so much nicer yeah crowds love it oh it's such a weird feeling when when audiences are doing great it's so my inner thoughts are just yeah don't mess it up when they're doing bad i'm like all right nothing matters let's just keep going i honestly it's weird though i even think about i even think about on stage when the crowd is not doing well i like sweat less is that weird really yeah yeah you yeah i literally calm down i sweat so much and my mouth gets dry i get all the telltale signs of like i'm gonna throw up or run away like fight or flight full force no i just like it's just so freeing to be like you there's nowhere else to go but up I don't know why. That's a really optimistic way to look at it. I guess so. I didn't think that my inner thoughts were like that, but here we are. Apparently so. Thank you guys so much for listening. That is the end of our episode. We just want to remind you that we only have a couple more episodes after this to wrap up season one of the Love and Comedy podcast. We're going to take some time off to revamp, reorganize. Um, We're going to schedule a lot more comedians on to help us answer your questions. Um, Please follow me. I'm one of your hosts, Aurora Singh at Aurora Singh Comedy and follow the podcast at The Love and comedy podcast we release episodes every thursday please like follow share subscribe um comment uh, rate what else can they do uh, yeah <laughs> i think all the, i think i said all the things yeah yeah put qr codes of it on bathroom stalls across america okay yeah sure yeah, yeah. whatever whatever you want to do whatever moves you uh we want it um and i'm your other host at drew schaefer comedy is where you can find me And thank you guys so much for listening to our inner thoughts. Inner thoughts when the crowd is good and bad. Yeah. We appreciate you and we'll see you guys next time. Love you. Comedy you.